0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
0: do you know what people see when they google you search engines don't always get it right and when they're wrong it's your reputation on the line so what do you do when you don't agree with your search results We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Using marijuana before the age of 25
1: could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website.
0: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth.
1: Welcome to Inspiration from Spirit. Yes, I'm your host, Lee Chapin. This is my second show. Last week was my debut show. And so I once again want to thank Tiffany White, the producer, for having me, and Lori, Laura Romano, the show host of, host of Angels and Healing Light, for making this all happen. So thank you, thank you, thank you for... Again, allowing this opportunity it was a fabulous first show. I want to thank all my listeners who were on last week for bringing their questions and their comments. And for all those who are new to this week, I'm going to be bringing teachings from the Ascended Masters in the Angelic Realm here every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time. Today, I'm going to talk about past lives and I'm talking about how past lives affect our current lives. And as some of you already know, I'm a psychotherapist and I'm a spiritual counselor. And my interest in past lives always seemed to be forefront in my mind. I remember when I was 26 years old, when I was a young psychotherapist, somehow I just remember believing in reincarnation. Like that was just natural for me. I wasn't raised uh, to believe that uh, in terms of what my family beliefs was religiously, but somehow to me that was really natural for me to believe that our soul continues on after we leave our physical body. So today I want to share about how I've worked with past lives, how i worked with spirit through my channel guidance to help people understand aspects of their life that they've struggled with. And so oftentimes when I do a personal reading for someone and they're struggling with a life challenge, spirit will help me to tap into the Akashic Records and be able to access those past lives that are affecting one's current life. So we have a lot to cover today. So thank you again for being here. Uh, I'm going to bring some information forward. I'd like to take your questions and comments. And so I'm not going to be doing personal readings here for people about their past lives. So if you do have any interest in having a past life reading, you can certainly contact me through my website, which is leechapin.com, or my email, leechapin at gmail.com. That's L-E-A-C-H-A-P-I-N dot com. So let's get right to it, as they say. So first of all, reincarnation, what what does that really mean? How did we begin to understand about reincarnation? What does that mean? So I want to share a little bit about this book, Past Lives, from Jean Ryder Linder. I'm going to reference from this book. It's the Past Lives, Embracing the Wisdom and Healing Power of Your Soul. So when we ponder upon the question of why one person believes in past lives and another person doesn't, as I said, Perhaps we just innately feel that, or we actually believe it. Or somehow, perhaps our culture has that has been our belief system in terms of our, our culture, our religious belief. Here in our Western society, reincarnation has not been widely accepted. And according to this author, for the past two millennia, our spiritual belief system in the West has been under the domination of the Roman Catholic and Protestant offshoots. That concept that the soul passes into another body after death was well known doctrine from 300 BC to AD 200. And some church theologians endorsed it during the early formative centuries of Christianity. However, the church subsequently officially condemned the concept with such actions as the Second Council of Constantine's theology was declared heretic. So in the early days of Christianity, that concept that the soul passes into another body after death was accepted. And then, of course, then it got squashed. But for other cultures, into the Western culture, the Hindu culture, or uh, the Buddhist religion culture, those are common belief systems. And so, as I said, when I was 26 years old, I just innately felt that reincarnation was natural to me. So as I became a psychotherapist, and particularly in about the mid-'80s, I think some of you heard me talk about this before. But I just knew there was a better way of helping people as a traditional psychotherapist. I was working on a psychiatric unit in the mid-'80s, and I, I just felt there was a better way of helping people. I did not have the ability to channel yet, I was not. I was a, metaf- a young metaphysical student, a young metaphysical seeker, but I was not channeling. I, the gift of channeling had not come to me yet. That came to me on March 21st, 1993, as many of you know who had listened to my last show. But it was it was um, elusive to me that there was a better way of helping people. And then, when I began to receive the information from spirit and started channeling spirit work and then when they started showing me the Akashic records of people's past lives then it truly truly made sense to me that our fears our phobias uh, relationship issues with our family with those that we love our spouses perhaps our children uh, that we have karmic relationships that we have past life connections that our recognition of those that are in our life is really by no accident and oftentimes many of you may have have felt that when you met someone that perhaps like you've known them all your life, so somehow they seem very familiar. That's a past life recognition. And also with perhaps with people that maybe you have discord with or you feel uncomfortable with. Maybe there is someone who just rubbed you the wrong way and you're thinking, well, why do I feel uncomfortable with this person? I don't know them. And yet that may also be a past life connection. So we have soul contracts where we've come into our life. I'm going to talk about that shortly. But um, as we have that remembrance, our soul has that distinct remembrance when we meet someone. I remember that there was a gentleman that I met many years ago. Who, When I first met him, his energy hit my energy so strong that I almost fell off my feet. I literally remember feeling falling backwards. And I didn't understand about soul contracts or past lives at that time. I was, that was like probably 89. Uh, I was still seeking a young metaphysical student, but I didn't have a lot of knowledge then. And I just remember his energy hitting my energy so strong that I almost felt backwards. Well, then that relation became um, somewhat convoluted or tangled. And yet, I never really fully understand it until years later, understanding that it was probably a soul connection that we needed to resolve some issues with. It didn't mean that we were going to be together uh, long term in our future, but that for whatever moment our souls came together at that time, perhaps to say hello, to be recognized again, to be acknowledged again, and to work out some differences uh, or some what karmic patterns that we've had. Because we've come t- in this lifetime as souls with certain contracts. so as you begin to understand a little bit more about yourself you can certainly understand that whatever you chose in terms of how you chose to come into this lifetime was really the soul contract that you made with yourself with your family members with those that you love also again with your life destiny or your life pathway your career uh, even your pets that you have a soul connection with so these soul contracts are, can be very confusing, but many people may not understand that in particular because oftentimes people think, "Well, why did something bad happen to me? I'm a good person." Um, there was that book called "Why How Can Good thi- How Can How Can Bad Things Happen to Good People?" That was an old book a long time ago. Um, I think back in the '80s. That, but it's because of the soul. The soul comes in wanting to have soul lessons, and so the path life through the connections that we have. We're here to replay those in terms of re-experiencing those connections, enjoying them, perhaps with no disharmony, or perhaps if there's, as I said, other relationships where there needs to be issues that need to be resolved, and we come in with those issues. Oftentimes those issues are soulmate issues in terms of love relationships, why that's oftentimes they can be very difficult and can be far reaching in terms of trying to understand why am I drawn to someone perhaps who is abusive to me or um, why am I drawn to uh, this person who uh, I keep struggling. Uh, We don't seem to have, I love this person, but we can't seem to be on the same page. Maybe our personalities are different and yet it really is the energy of the soul. So we come in with this understanding now that reincarnation exists, that we move from one lifetime to another, and yet we are responsible for the soul lessons that we've chosen in our soul contracts. And as we become aware of this, it really makes life a little bit easier. So when I began to study this a a bit more, and when the Ascended Masters started working through me uh, in 1993, it became much clearer to me that each of us have Again, life lessons and a sole purpose and a pathway. And it really just made my life a lot simpler in understanding. So understanding that, again, when we've had these things happen, if we've been abused in our childhood, if we can't get along with our parents, there is a reason that we've come in, that these people are teachers. They are mirrors to us to help us to move forward into that life lesson. So say if you come in with being sexually abused or physically abused, or um, you've come in with parents that were neglectful, uh, that uh, abandoned you, there's a reason the two of you, your souls agreed prior to birth in your soul contract that you would come together to help each other, to serve each other. One person may appear to be the victim, the other person may appear to be the perpetrator, and yet this was all for purpose and good. Years and years ago, my spiritual teacher and mentor told me when I was moving through some issues back when in my early 20s, when I first became a metaphysical student um, of the abuse that I suffered when I was young, did I want to go through this again with this person again? Did I want to replay this? Did I want to reincarnate, go through this issue again? And I'm like, heck no, I don't want to do this. And so she helped me to begin the lesson of forgiveness to be able to understand, understand the power of forgiveness, a simply forgiveness simply meaning that as we heal ourselves, then we're no longer suffering from the hands of another of what we believe is perceived abuse, or um, or energy that is not vibrationally aligned to us. Simply meaning, if someone has hurt us, someone has abused us, someone has not been um, loving and kind, that uh, it's a key of forgiveness. Excuse me. So that that teacher, my spiritual teacher, Cecilia Kelly, has just recently passed away a couple of months ago. That I'll never forget that lesson she told me that day. Because as, like many other people, I was suffering. I was emotionally suffering. And so I didn't know about past lives. I didn't know really much about reincarnation. And I certainly didn't know a lot about forgiveness. And so being able to move through that and be able to to come to a point of forgiveness and acceptance and be able to heal the wounds of the past was really, really, really important. So that's why these these past life issues that are affecting our current lives are really important because most of us are suffering with something. Again, like I said, we may be coming in with different phobias or addictions, relationship issues, uh, and being able to understand them and to be able to um, have a greater understanding of what that all means Um, can give you solace. Uh, Just for example, this is um, uh, a reading that I had with someone years ago. Her son had bipolar. And I did a reading for her, and it was really a little bit odd even to to what I think now, because that was probably 20 years ago. But Spirit had said that her son had been born and abandoned, and somehow he was left to be raised by wolves. I thought that sounded really crazy. Uh, and so I'm, as I was reading for her, I thought, she's going to think I'm nuts. But um, when we got done with the reading, she said to me, oh, that makes sense, because she says, when my son gets upset, she says, he sounds like a wolf. He howls like a wolf. I had no way of knowing that. Even to this day, it sounds strange. But it was like a past life remembrance for him. And so when we have these past life memories, they're held within our collective consciousness. They're held within our cellular memory. They're held, held within our DNA. They're held within our aura. So there are many theories in terms of um, how we access uh, our past life remembrances, but it is within our soul. So our soul holds a remembrance like a computer of every thought, word, action, or deed as as in the Akashic Records. And for those who may not know what the Akashic Records are, I'll give you a a small explanation of that here, according to this book. Akashic Records refers to the concept that every thought, emotion, and action in this universe has an electrical magnetic energy or vibration that exists forever. The Akashic Records are part of our personal, planetary, and universal history. Our consciousness can connect with this storehouse of vibrations that and can read the records. Akash is a Sanskrit for fundamental etheric substance of the universe. And oftentimes we can move into altered states of consciousness and be able to access our past lives through age regression. I don't do age regression. I'm able to channel the ascended masters. I'm able to tap into the Akashic records of your Akashic records and be able to bring that information forward, just like I did for that lady with her son. I was able to connect to spirit and be able to tap into Kaushik records of her son and access that information. Other people use hypnosis, and there are um, many um, well-known metaphysical teachers and authors who have used age regression and hypnosis to help people understand past lives. Many of you may may know Dolores Cannon, uh, who who since passed, but she has had many books out. She was um, a famous life regressionist and hypnosis. And her books uh, were Jesus and the Essenes, Between Life and Death, The convoluted Universe, and many more. But she used age regression to help people access their past lives. And then many of you may know the the psychiatrist and the hypnotherapist, Brian Weiss, who wrote many lives, many masters, uh, same soul, um, many bodies. So there are many people who have done age regression to be able to tap into their past lives. That's what happened to me when I first started, when I was uh, a young spiritual seeker. I had a friend who did the age regression, and I was able to tap into uh, some past lives uh, and access information for myself. But how I do it, which is I don't have to do the hypnosis, and for those who might be interested in a spiritual reading, I'm able to simply access the Akashic Records of the Ascended Masters and help one understand Um, the issues that they're suffering with. And so if you are having any kind of issue that you really can't explain, then uh, it's really helpful to be able to access this information because twofold not only does it give you power and helps you to have the knowledge of where that phobia or that addiction or that issue uh, that you're having maybe with one of your loved ones is coming from, and it gives you that higher spiritual perspective But also, with my work, spirit will actually do spiritual healing. So spirit will come in and once you have the information, if you're ready, then they'll come in and do an energetic healing and clearing of that uh, energy from your Akashic records. So oftentimes, when we have these connections, we have uh, what we call psychic hooks or cord connections to other people. So even though we may be in another body and the other person's in another body, this is a different time, different space, once we have access uh, to meeting that person, then those psychic cord connections within our cellular memory, again, are activated or reactivated, and they're like hooks. So it's like, why am I still replaying the same thing over and over again? Why am I creating the same pattern? And why am I with this person who perhaps is abusive? Why am I going through? Uh, this over and over again. Why can I detach from this person? So some of you may um, know Barbara Brennan's work, Hands of Light. And in that book, uh, it's an older book, she, she had a school, I think she probably still has it. Um, one was in New York, I believe one was in Miami, Barbara Brennan School of he- Healing. There's many practitioners now that are doing her work. Uh, that have graduated from her school. But in that book, it shows actually the cord connections. It actually shows the psychic cord connections in our etheric body. And so when I do the work with spirit, I'll actually do cord clearings and do clearing of energy with people energetically, as well as, again, help people understand and access the emotional, the psychic, and the mental and emotional connections to the situation that's keeping you hooked. even example of phobias, uh, I had a phobia of fear, kind of an irrational phobia of fear. I'd never been in a fire, but I had an irrational phobia of fear. Um, through understanding pa- my past lives, I understood one lifetime where I had bur- been burnt, um, probably more than once. But in one particular lifetime, I was, I was burnt uh, for my beliefs, my spiritual beliefs, and uh, for hearing voices. And so continue to this day, I still have a bit of a fear of phobia, but it's not as intense. So by having that information and that knowledge empowered me, uh, like I said, I still am not particularly interested in fire, but I couldn't even light a match. That's how fearful I was, and it didn't really make any sense. Um, And so now you know, I can light a match as I laugh. But uh, understanding simply those phobias uh, can help people overcome them. So many uh, of you, again, are suffering um, needlessly. There is really no need uh, to do that. So I'd like to go ahead and take some questions or comments from anybody who's listening. Uh, Like I said, I'm not doing psychic readings. If you want to know about your past lives, I'll certainly do that. Uh, And you can certainly contact me through my website, leechapin at leechapin.com. Or again, my email is leechapin at gmail.com. But I'd love to take your questions and comments that you might have at this time about anything that you would like to know about past lives uh, and begin to um, bring those questions and comments forward to each of you. Uh, So don't be hesitant. Don't be shy. I'd love to receive those. um, If those um, individuals who um, don't really know what to ask, it's OK, just uh, whatever comes to mind. Perhaps you do have a phobia, you have a relationship, you have an issue, uh, maybe you don't really understand why you do certain things that you do. Um, it really can be explained through uh, past life information. So while I'm waiting for those comments, um, I'd like to share with you a little bit about um, what we call, again, this is the explanation of karma and um, how those karmic attachments um, affect us, uh, as explained uh, through this particular author. Karma plays an important role in reincarnation and the content of past lives. To me, karma refers to a soul's plan for your life. Remember, we talked about the soul contracts and how we came in our life with particular soul contracts. So the outline or script for the situations your soul chooses to experience through the ego personality level in this lifetime. These soul contracts, these plans, also include all the agreements with other souls who agree for their ego or personalities to play roles in their drama. Karmic agreements are also referred, again, as soul contracts or soul agreements. These soul level agreements are based on the laws of balance and cause and effect. So oftentimes, people think karma is you reap what you sow. But really, it's just about balancing. It's about helping us to return to balance. So simply, karma creates what we refer to, as I I spoke to before, referring to as hooks between people. When you meet someone with with whom you have a karmic agreement, energetic cords link you together. The cords attach to hooks in both energy fields. These hooks or glitches are unresolved issues that block the free flow of energy in your aura. The glitch in your aura recognizes a comparable glitch in the other person's aura. In accordance with the karmic agreement, the two glitches hook together energetically with a cord or an attachment. And so, um, as these cord attachments are connected, the work that I do, as I said, when I do um, psychic healings or spiritual healings, is helping people uh, to clear those cord attachments so then they can move on. And um, oftentimes, it's immediate and sometimes uh, it may be a little bit more subtle. So we do have some questions and people are uh, tapping in, so thank you. Uh, Joan says, if a cord is cut with another person and they didn't know we were cutting it, does the other person know or feel it happening? I'll give you an explanation uh, of what what happened with me. Uh, Sometimes they do, uh, and I think sometimes they don't. A long time ago I had a Reiki session, an energy healing session, because uh, I had some issues with my mother from my childhood. And the Reiki practitioner saw this great big uh, cord attachment in my solar plexus that was connected to my mother, and it wasn't healthy. And so the practitioner cut the cord, cleared the cord, and then we um, put in a healthy cord attachment to my mother. So the practitioner asked me, did I want to reestablish a healthy cord attachment to my mother? And I said, of course. So after that, nothing was said to my mother. I didn't talk about it. And um, I don't know the length of time it took, but it doesn't seem like it was very long. Um, My relationship with my mother began to improve. And then I began to heal my anger and discordant energy from my mom, because my mom's and I seem to have some silent resentment or um, unspoken separation or energy that just didn't feel really loving or close. And then after that, that it, it, like it was a miracle that began to shift. So that's what personally happened to me. So I can attest that by cutting the cord for me with my mother, that really worked. But um, I can't say that generally for everyone. But um, hopefully, that has answered your question to some degree. The uh, other comment that we have is Royanne. Thank you, thank you, Joan, for that question. That was really a good question. Uh, if you de- need additional question, if you need additional answer to that, or you know want to follow up on that, just comment back in. If I didn't fully answer that correctly to your satisfaction, uh, and we have Royanne. She says, "How are you able to access past life information without doing hypnosis?" So, as, thank you for that question. So, as I spoke before. Uh, Age regression, or hypnosis, is a very, very um, uh, useful tool. It's a very powerful tool. Uh, when I started doing this work, many people thought I was going to do hypnosis. And yet, for me, I'm able to tap into the Akashic Records. So many intuitives and many people who are psychic are, are able to tap into the Akashic Records, which is, a, like I said, big, a warehouse of computer information that is stored of every thought, action, word, or deed from our soul. So when I go into uh, a reading, then I'll ask permission um, with one of the Ascended Masters that I'm working with to go into the Akashic Records. And then they'll actually show me um, those uh, lifetimes and be able to help people understand those connections that they've had uh, with their past uh, relationships or past phobias. So that information, again, it's, it's shown to me clairvoyantly. I can actually see it, uh, I can feel it, I can sense it, and then I can also hear it clairvoyantly and be able to share. So thank you for that question. So we have another question uh, from Marissa. thank you. Do we incarnate with same soul family until we clear our karma? And so the answer to that question, I believe, is yes. So we do have soul families. We come in with, um, again, as we talked about our soul contracts, we come in with uh, what we call collective soul agreements. So we may have our individual soul crown tax with one or more within our family, but as a soul family, we come in collectively because we all are perhaps learning a life lesson. I remember um, I'll give another example. Uh, my nephew was, well, three, two nephews and a niece were born with several cerebral palsy in my family. My brother had two twin boys and then a year later had a daughter. They all had several palsy. Uh, My one nephew was more severely affected than the other, and he can't really walk, and so he had to use a a quad cane, and uh, now he's not not more confined than he is because of age and um, muscle atrophy. But Spirit had told me that his name is Aaron, that Aaron came in with an errand. And so his errand was to help us to be more compassionate to those with disabilities. So his errand was for people not to um, feel sorry for him or to, um, to begin to accept him and to be able to hold, show compassion and love towards him. So it was interesting because uh, we oftentimes want to think of someone who's disabled, we want to feel sorry for them, uh, and we, we think it's unfair, we might blame God, And yet, uh, it's for us to understand that the soul agreed to that. The soul agreed to come in with that for whatever reason they chose. And then again, our families um, are also learning that lesson on a collective level. So your question is, do we incarnate the same soul family until we clear our karma? Uh, Yes, until we have that, I call it a level of acceptance and being able to um, understand and be of acceptance of just what is, that there's no judgment upon what we each have chosen to do. So if we can't complete the karma, so say if we're in a relationship with our spouse or we have trouble with our children, our grandchildren, or even a neighbor or friend, if we can't, then there's always an opportunity in another lifetime, there's always an opportunity for that uh, to be cleared. But really the best advice, this is just my own personal advice, is it's really best to be able to clear that energy so that you can move forward and be able to have peace and comfort in your own life. So once you begin to pray for peace and resolution with that person, that situation, whatever it is, then just like that cord cutting and that clearing with my mom then my relationship with my mom became easier
0: we play for bravery we play for big hearts in tiny bodies we play for the fighter within we play for life reclaimed disease in remission stories rewritten we're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them. And we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org.
1: And it didn't feel like there was harshness or anger between us. So hopefully I've answered your question. Uh, thank you, Marissa. Uh, Lillian's question is, can you comment about the idea of walk-ins in, in an incarnation? Sorry, I have to laugh a little bit. Um, My understanding about walk-ins, I'm not uh, well versed in that. I might have to have spirit channel that because uh, I personally don't know a lot about it. I do know that um, if someone has chosen to come in with a walk-in, that the soul has agreed to leave the physical body for whatever reason. And then a new soul has chosen to take over the physical body of that person without that person physically dying. So that perhaps maybe, and I think I'll let spirit answer this, but perhaps the person who maybe had um, a major trauma couldn't deal with that trauma. And so then another walk in, another soul came in and said, oh, I think that I want to have that experience. Or I think that I can handle this better. And the soul leaves, and then a new soul comes in. So oftentimes, if there is some kind of a a traumatic event and a personality changes and people don't really understand this person seems completely different, then it might be a walk-in. It really might be someone who's come into the physical body. So um, I don't know if I have answered your question, Lillian, or if you would like for me to channel that from Spirit. So if you don't mind making another comment, that'd be great. Otherwise, I can see what Spirit has to tell us about that. I remember doing a reading probably about a year ago when I actually was in New Jersey. I was in um, uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, and this man came in, and I told him that he was a walk-in, and this it really helped him to understand his behavior in his life. So I don't oftentimes uh, give information about walk-ins, but uh, to my surprise, uh, that was a really powerful reading. I don't remember all the details. Don't want to give somebody else's information away. But I do remember that when that information was given to him, that that was really, really, really helpful for him. So I think what I'll do uh, is see if Spirit can give me some information about walk-ins. That sounds like that's a really good question. So here we go. So bear with me here. Greetings, dear one. Yes, it is I, Christ, I come to you to share with you the information about walk-ins and reincarnation. Again, dearest ones, this information about reincarnation is simply a matter of fact that the soul essence, the soul matrix lives on through eternity When each individual has made a choice to come into the earth plane to reincarnate and to move through the soul lessons and through the soul experiences, prior to entering into the physical body, the soul made an agreement and they said, yes, I will choose the type of body, the type of life experience the certain relationships of parents, children, spouses, my health, and even where I live. And again, pieces of my destiny are pre-planned. And yet when a soul chooses that they no longer want to be in the human condition, they have a choice of leading to physical death, Or the soul can choose to back away and allow another soul with similar experiences, similar desires, similar soul patterns or pathways or soul lessons are better words to enter into the physicality and there they are free. So one soul leaves and another soul comes. Therefore, that particular soul is now learning their lessons and going through the life cycle as if they've come into that physical embodiment. So all is well, there is no judgment. It is simply a transfer of energy and each soul Each soul, we will call it, is happy and satisfied and complete with that decision of the transfer. So Christ is showing me again, one walks out, one walks in, and there's no judgment. The one says, no, I don't think I want to do this in this time, and then another one comes in and says, oh, okay. this gives me an opportunity to um, not have to be reborn again, but to be in the physical and to complete my life lesson. So thank you, Lillian. I really like that question. So that was really powerful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We have another question from Roseanne. She says, oh, she says, oh, my goodness, the information on the walk-in makes sense. My sister, who just passed away, was a completely different girl in the past five years, so cold, unloving, and very different. So, Roseanne, you probably never thought about her being a walk-in, so does that, are you sensing that about her? Let's see if Roseanne gives comments again. If I can tap into that, I'm mean, going to see if I can tap into your sister's energy. The uh, only thing I need is her name, Roseanne. So uh, let me answer someone else's question. And if you can tap in your sister's name, I can see if I can get that tap into her energy if you, don't, if you want me to. Uh, just type in her first name. That's all I need if you, have, if you want me to do that. Uh, I have another person, Joanne, says, Is it possible to resolve an issue with a family member who has passed? Uh, and the answer is yes, because the energy still lives on the key really is all about you as we talked about before forgiveness and being able to um to move through that energy of where um you're tapping into that frequency of another's vibration and yet as you forgive and be able to ask for forgiveness for yourself and ask for forgiveness again between the two of you Then with that intention, Spirit is telling me that the issue becomes null and void. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It just means that you have to have a willingness to be able to forgive, move forward. And again, it's about acceptance and allowance. So even if a person has passed away, um, sometimes it makes it a little bit easier because that person isn't physically there. Uh, But, um, uh, and yet, in their passing, we can begin to tap into their frequency, their spirit. If you're able to feel their energy, um, they may be reaching out to you for that level of forgiveness as well. So the, the key is is not holding on to the issue so that, again, you're not replaying it. Just like my friend Cecilia had said, do I want to replay this again? And I'm like, no. So again, forgive, forgive, forgive. Uh, there's a Honopono prayer. Um, that you can use and there's a a variety of other prayers that you can use uh, to continue to reinforce uh, the energy of forgiveness. So hopefully that has helped your question. Um, Roseanne uh, contacted me back again about her sister's name. Thank you, Roseanne. She says, I never thought about that, but it does make sense to me now. She was so different. Her name is Donna Marie. Thank you. I'm gonna tap in and see what I can get with Donna Marie, Uh, ask for her permission from the Akashic Records. Greetings, dear one, yes, it is I, Christ. Yes, dear Roseanne, your sister, your sister's soul decided to, to retract, as they say, and therefore her energy during the remaining parts of her lifetime what we call were contracted. So the true essence of her her soul was not entirely within her physicality. This may sound odd to you, but she was preparing herself to leave her physical body. No, she was not a walk-in, but she was not completely in her body. So therefore, this is why she seemed cold and indifferent because her true spirit essence was not fully engaged within her physicality, as if life was too hard, too difficult, too painful. And so she began to retract her energy from her own vital life force energy. And so, no, she was not a walk-in. But this does happen, as they say. But for your particular sister, Again, this may sound odd to you, but she began to partially disconnect herself from life and emotionally, mentally, energetically. And so her loving spirit essence was not fully engaged in her personality. And so it was as if there was harshness, there was a void, there was as if there was, we will say a detachment of her spirit and her soul in her vital life force energy. But no, she was not a walk-in. So Rosanna, I hope that makes sense. Um, it was if life was too hard and so she just retreated, but it was more than just the personality retreating. Um, it was um, it was like her life essence pulling away as if she didn't wanna be in life anymore. Um, So that's, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Give me your comments or your thoughts about that. I would appreciate that. Um, To me, the soul's experience is amazing. I don't have all the answers to it and don't claim to. Uh, I just find it fascinating. Again, some of these questions are fascinating to me. And again, having the answers from spirit is always fascinating. So when, like I said, when I worked as a psychotherapist, um, in the early days when I had no awareness of metaphysical studies. uh, it was, um, uh, it was more perplexing and yet now when I hear this information from spirit or I hear myself bring information from these books, it's like, oh, this just seems normal. So for me, um, this is just a normal way of life to understand the soul lives on, the soul continues, the soul always has a journey of, um, that is trying to evolve and so just like with your sister roseanne it feels like her soul kind of gave up and um that's what it's that's that's the feeling i got from christ that the, simply the the soul this was too difficult and so um i've not heard of that before really in turned in those terms as spoken um nice people will physically leave their body but um she partially was in partially was out um, Roseanne did come back, back and says, thank you. Life was very hard for her the past five years, so not a walk-in, but she had detached. I get it. She really didn't want to be here anymore, thank you. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm feeling from her, that it was just really, really way too hard for her, and so energetically, um, she just wasn't totally engaged in the, in the soul essence. So again, we have, uh, we have about 15 more minutes until, um, the top of the hour. Uh, I welcome any more questions for those or comments. Those I love the questions. I really, really love the questions. Um, I want to talk a little bit about now about um, uh, allow Spirit to, to move in and give us some information. If I have no more questions coming in, I want to really give a, a channeled message from Spirit about our soul and our past lives and just give a general information about what Spirit wants to, to bring us today. So here we go. Greetings, dear one. Yes, this Archangel Michael. I say to you, dear ones, that each of you, as you have stepped into this lifetime, are very, very, very brave, very spiritual beings. You have chosen to come into this incarnation time and time again with your soul essence, bearing as they say, and forgetting your oneness with the great creator as they say, bearing your soul and coming into this lifetime time and time and time again, going through the life lessons, the life cycles, and able to return to oneness. You say, why would I agree to do this? Why is life so difficult? Why would I agree to this experiment? Why would I come to the earth and go through all of these soul lessons and through these difficulties? Why would I want to come back lifetime after lifetime after lifetime and do this again. And we say, dearest ones, that as a beautiful spirit, you chose to come to this earth plane to assist this planet in her ascension process. And by forgetting your connection to your true spirit, you were brave. You came as a brave spirit coming to this planet, choosing to serve. We know that it's been difficult, and yet you chose to go through the life cycle over and over and over again, so you could bring your light, your energy, your love to this planet. And so you are to be commended that with each successive lifetime, with each remembrance, you are going closer back to your oneness, to the great I am. And in your life between lives, as they say, you have made the agreement and the understanding that you would serve unconditionally out of pure love. And so, as you choose to come into this earth plane, choose today with the understanding that you are doing this with love within your heart, that whatever life lessons that you're struggling with, whatever issues, people, places, things, circumstances that are not to your liking, that cause you discord, honor your soul, honor your soul, honor your soul, honor your soul, because this is a major, major, major undertaking that you have chosen to come into this earth plane to assist Mother Gaia in her ascension process. You have chosen to bring your light, your love, your energy To be a conduit to assist this planet in ascension and therefore you have chosen also this ascension of your own soul so you could be of service and so give thanks to yourself give thanks to those that are in your life to all of your soul family to your pets are also your soul family and to all creation that comes into your life stream each soul has come with divine purpose those who hurt you those who have loved you and so today as you begin to understand these soul contracts and begin to understand the life lessons that you have chosen to come with then you can forgive let go let god and they can begin to meld away and to be at ease for you have come to bring peace and love you are light and light you shall remain you are love and love you shall remain and so sit up forward into this understanding that you have come by divine appointment to serve and to be served and so we commend you beloved souls for your bravery be at peace be at peace be at peace and we thank thee so I know that many of us and many people won't really understand this uh, they have anger issues. They won't understand that we've chosen, our soul has chosen to come in time and time and time again to learn these lessons until we get it. Uh, many people may think this is uh, doesn't make sense. Uh, it's hogwash. It's, you know, uh, metaphysical woo-woo. And yet when we have those experiences where we have that resolution, we have that peace, and we can begin to understand that Just like with that issue with my mother, where the cord connections were cleared and a new cord connection was put in, and I began a a healthier relationship with my mother. When my mother finally passed, um, I had a beautiful, beautiful um, connection to her, and the love was healed. And I remember when she was dying that I was sitting in the hospital with her holding her hand, and we were both holding hands, and I remember that beautiful moment that everything that had ever been uh that was not of love between us was all healed and so this is really the gift that we're bringing to ourselves and to those that we love by being willing to do the work that we've come to do to heal ourselves to examine these past life connections and and also to also with our own addictions we have addictions or we have health issues and so if we can have a better understanding of all of this from our past lives then really this gives us a sense of peace and comfort. So this is why I'm sharing this with you today, to help uh, all of you to understand uh, the importance of past lives. And so I want to thank all of you for your questions and your comments. I really, really, really appreciate those. Um, One of the ways to help move through um, your soul and to understand the greater lessons uh, is to be able to just sit in quiet meditation and begin to ask your soul if you can listen to help you to begin to heal those fragments or those pieces that need to be healing. Go into quiet meditation and begin to listen to your soul. And if you have trouble, I do soul messages, soul readings. I've also done workshops where I've helped people to access their soul. But really, if you can just go in and ask your soul, what it is that your soul is needing to learn, what is your soul needing to heal, what, what issues, what themes perhaps you're needing to reconcile within yourself. So this is the greatest way that you can begin to access those past life issues. Again, uh, this book, The Past Lives, Embracing the Wisdom and Healing Power of Your Soul by Jean Ryer Linder is one great book um, that you can use but there are many books out there if you res- res- reference past lives. I just want to share with you also that um, every Monday morning I channel the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene in a teleconference class you're welcome to join. If you would like to learn more about my work uh, on my website leechapin.com uh, you can also email me at leechapin at gmail.com I do that Teaching of Mary Macklin's Universal Teaching. So put that in a newsletter every week. If I also have it on an um, audio recording, it goes up onto my YouTube channel. Uh, you can sub- certainly subscribe to my YouTube channel and get those re- audio recordings every week uh, by going to Lee, L-E-A Chapin, C-H-A-P-I-N, just Google my name, Lee Chapin YouTube, and you can subscribe and you can get those weekly Mary Magdalene messages are universal teaching us, teachings that help us to understand what's happening in the world. Today we talked about deepening your connection to your soul and going into what we call the cave of creation and going into a deep meditation and connecting to our soul. And so uh, those teachings are available every week. Uh, once a month I teach from my book this coming week, uh, May excuse me, May 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be teaching from my book, The Twelve Mastery Teachings of Christ. That class is about an hour and a half long. It's a teleconference class. If you want to join that class, we are going to be studying the fifth lesson from my book. I'm going through all the lessons. There are 12 12 lessons. Uh, We'll be teaching the lesson of enlightenment, lesson five. And so again, this book is available on my website, LeeChapin.com. I just completed it into audiobook. So, if you have any interest in receiving the paperback uh, and the audiobook, it's available on my website, leachapin.com. And then many of you know that um, I wrote the book, The Divine Union, The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, and that was published three years ago. Can't believe it's been three years ago, but it's been three years. I recently also put that in audiobook form. It's available on my website. And it's the love story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene and how they were friends uh, and how Mary Magdalene helped him through the crucifixion, and how they eventually married, had children. And essentially, the premise of this story is uh, their love story, but it also talks about that they held the template for all of us to merge into divine sacred union with the energy of the divine feminine, divine masculine energies in which they embodied at that time. In which they still embody in spiritual form. So this is not only a, a, a story of their life. They have new re- revelation to you. Some may not know that Mary Magdalene was Jesus's twin flame, uh, and that they married and had children. And yet she was there as um, uh, a, an apostle or disciple in her own right, where she assisted Jessera through his ministry, and she was just as important a figure in that historical time as he was. So that is Divine Union, the love story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Then on Wednesdays, I am teaching two intuitive development classes. Uh, I've already started those. Those are six weeks. But if anybody has any interest in joining uh, a new intuitive development class, that is, um, I can certainly start a new one. Uh, That's been very successful in helping people at this time tap into their intuitive abilities. Because as we're moving through this ascension ascension process, which I spoke of last week, uh, the energy on our planet is raising our vibration. And we're tapping into our soul, like we're talking about today in our past lives and the essence of the gifts that we have. And so our psychic senses are awakening and we're becoming more intuitive. And so our soul calling is to help us to move forward not only again in uh, the ascension process but helping in our daily lives. So these intuitive development classes are there to help you in your daily lives to access your spiritual gifts so that you can begin to use those gifts again in practical forms and in your daily life as well. So um, I just want to thank each of you for um, uh, being present. I do have another comment from um, Joanne saying, thank you, Lee. Your last reading really spoke to me. Uh, Thank you, Joanne. I appreciate that comment. And Roseanne said, I own both of your books, and they are just amazing and so insightful. Beautiful thanks. Thank you so much. And again, if you need to contact me if you'd like to contact me, if you'd like to learn more about your past lives and have a past life reading, if you'd like to have an Akashic Record reading, if you'd like to have a spiritual healing, uh, I do those readings in increments of half an hour or an hour. I've been working with spirit now for the last 27 years, working primarily with the Ascended Masters, the celestial realm. I'm a versatile channel, but I also work with uh, the galactic beings of light, uh, including the Palladians, the Androvanians, the Syrians, I'm also, again, a psychic medium. I can tap into someone's loved one who's crossed over. So I have uh, a variety of ways that I can communicate with spirit. Uh, I do this, again, I've uh, been doing this for 27 years, and I combine my work as a psychotherapist, helping people understand, again, aspects of their life they're struggling with. So not all the information is pertains to past life, but a lot of the work that I do does tain, pertain to past life. So next week i'll be here at the same time if you have a topic i would really really love to have your input of what you would like to hear what you'd like to learn about uh, and um, so email me again at Lee at gmail.com and give me your thoughts or comments about what topics you'd like to hear because this is a teaching format for me again uh, my soul is calling me to teach and i've been teaching now for many 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 years uh, but As I've said during this Ascension process, we're all being called to step up the game or being stepped to call and step forward into what we're really here to do. And so uh, this opportunity through Tiffany White and Goldilocks Productions is a beautiful heaven sent way for me to to reach out and to teach. Uh, Like I said, I've done readings for many, many years, but this format is really beautiful for me to be able to share. Um, And I love to learn, I love to share, I love the feedback from you all. And this has just been a beautiful, loving experience for me to be here with you. I am so grateful for all of you, for your comments and your questions. Again, for all those new listeners, thank you for tuning in. And uh, again, thank you for those who've been faithfully with me that have asked the questions and have been with me uh, for several years. I I am honored to be uh, an oracle. I'm honored to bring forth these teachings and I enjoy it, I love it. Namaste to all of you, go in peace. And again, have a blessed, blessed week. This is, this. Is, these are powerful times. Just be at peace, be at peace, be at peace. Move into the brilliance and the magnificence of who you are and what you're sharing. Tap into your past lives, path, tap into those aspects of yourself. You can call in those past life remembrances and remembrances and memories and call in that cumulative energy of your soul and share, share, share. That's what we're here to do. Bring the love, be the light, be the change you wish to see. Have a blessed week. Go in peace.
0: Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP Patron. Receive exclusive access to live, stream, special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing a $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for what qualified buyers to crush their capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531.22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.